0: Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Conrad, and this show is where we hear the real stories from real people changing the world. From everyday people to the top celebrities, all the conversations are real, raw, and always unscripted. Thank you for joining me today. Now let's get to today's guest. All right, everybody, welcome to Unscripted One-on-One, and a uh, guest today that, that uh, we just met. I think we just met about two weeks ago, so um, we're, we're going to learn a lot about each other today on this episode, but uh, let me let my guest introduce himself,
1: and we will go from there. Aaron, it's a pleasure to be here, man. Uh, yeah, like you said, I think we did meet, what, two weeks ago, and so it means the time that you would uh, give me the chance just to connect and, and spend some time together and share the story. My name is Ryan Steigel. I am one of the co-founders of Nuvo Church. Uh, it's a brand new church that's launching in columbus next year 2021 excited about it and aaron excited to get to know you better through this conversation Man, been looking forward to it
0: i appreciate it i think so we met on uh linkedin i think was was our first right. connecting point uh, we had a little uh, a, a call just like this one we just didn't record it but uh just got to know right. each other a little bit and, and as i heard about what you were doing in columbus and uh in in dublin specifically i just said you know what why don't you come on and let's let the world know about it and uh so tell us a little bit about what's happening in Dublin and the plans and, and um, you know, yeah. what's, what's,
1: what are the, where are you at? Absolutely, man. It's been a wild journey, Aaron, this thing, I think we talked a couple weeks ago, it started 13 years ago, uh, really in a college dorm room, uh, wild enough, myself, a couple other guys, guy named Patrick, and named Zach, we were college roommates, we were studying ministry together at a little school in southeast Tennessee. And uh, also, just like found ourselves constantly dreaming about what the church might look like in our lifetime. Um, honestly, we would sit in classes sometimes and, and see the things that we were learning and the ways that we were being taught to build church, and then watching our friends from high school one after one step away from the thing that in many ways we were being taught to build. And we just kind of stepped back and looked at that and said, Man, something's a little bit off here. And we feel like it's going to take some different approaches throughout our lifetime just to lead people into a relationship with Jesus and help them explore faith for themselves. And so, I mean, we, Spent, I mean, years in college just talking about this thing, kicking it around. I mean, spending you know late nights till two thirty, three in the morning talking about church, which is weird for two college guys to be doing <laughs> at two in the morning. But it's just, it's just how we were wired, man. It's what we loved, what we were passionate about. Went separate ways for, gosh, almost a decade, or a little over a decade actually. And uh, long, long story short, we can share as much as you want to go into, but uh, things kept pulling us back over the last year to Ohio. Uh, We'd spent some time together here previously, uh, serving in a church here. Uh, We found people in uh, the state, and particularly in Columbus, to be uh, really honest about where they were in faith, which for a few guys who grew up in the Bible Belt uh, was refreshing, to be honest with you, Aaron. And uh, we just found ourselves uh, just leaning into the conversations that we were having and really felt called to to plant a church here and start something new, specifically, Aaron, for people with doubts and questions of faith. I think that's really where our heart beats the strongest. As for people who maybe explored faith years ago, maybe had questions that kept them up at night at one point, maybe wondered about God, who he was, what it looked like to engage with him, right? But never really found helpful answers or never really even found a helpful community to explore their faith and took those questions, put them in a shelf, and just, you know, set them aside for years. For us, we're going, hey, we think there's a lot of value in pulling those questions back off the shelf, opening them up, and just starting to explore them again, just asking the questions first, just engaging the doubts first. Hmm. It's a great step. And we want to create a community of people who are engaging their doubts and exploring their questions together and ultimately moving forward and discovering God together.
0: And how, how do you plan to do that specifically through teaching series or uh, what's, wh- how do you plan to really get into those questions? So if I have questions, I pull yeah. them off the shelf. How do you answer those questions for me?
1: Yeah, that's a great que- That's a great question. Aaron, I think I say two things. One, I, want to, I don't know that my immediate response is that I want to just answer the question for you. Right. Because if I, if I move you straight from question to answer, now I've taken out the opportunity for you to explore faith and you just to discover spiritual growth for yourself. I mean, I think that happens mm-hmm. sometimes. I've been guilty of that before, where we just so quickly give people answers to faith questions that they don't actually internalize and personalize them, make them their own and discover a personal relationship with their creator as a result of it, right, of, of that right. journey. And so you know, the key thing for us, I think right out of the gate, is making sure that we've got an open and a healthy community right from the start. I and mean, we've said from the very beginning, before we even launch, you know, the weekly gathering, right? Like the the big Sunday event, right, or the gathering, what, what have you. Uh, we want to get community right. We want to get relationships right. That's so so important. It's so easy to, I guess, launch a church and get a bunch of people in the room who don't know each other. Yeah. And then you, from there, you've got to like systematically try to introduce them to each other, which can be done. But I've I've done it before. I've, I've built those systems, so but it can get difficult, and it's it's not 100% perfect, right? And nothing is, but. You know, for us, we're going, hey, if we can get relationships right first before we even launch the weekend, if we can get a uh, community right, there's a lot of opportunity there for people to go deeper with each other and ultimately in their faith. And so for us, it's really about giving I mean, you, right, Aaron, right, like you said, hey, what do you do with me, right, right. with my questions, giving you a, a community of people to explore faith with that looks like larger groups of 25, 30 people, right, who are just developing relationships with each other finding others in that group who have affinity with one another, right? That they can go deeper in conversation. And then from there, moving people into groups of even three where Aaron, two other people, right? Can really dig into their questions of faith together, dig into scripture together as well and explore faith uh, in the context of community. I think we got to give people more more opportunities for conversation because the conversation is where the question comes out. The conversation, honestly, for me, is where the doubt comes out, right? And the conversation is actually where answers get discovered for ourselves and belief gets formed. And we grow in our relationship with others and with God.
0: So I, w- I would assume now, and, and you, you can you can answer this, um, I would assume now what you're trying to do is probably find um, identifying who leads those different cells of groups, because if you come up across it, so let, here, let me just give you a random example, since I've grown up in the Go church, I've been around church my whole life, great example, yeah. here's, here's the question I can't get answered, by, and, and you don't Go have ahead. to answer it today, This the, let me just use it as an example, you certainly don't have to answer it. Sure. Um, a question I've always wrestled with is why? Why, if God's all knowing and He knew how this was all going to go, and that He's eventually going to have to send His Son to the cross, why in the world did He put the tree in the garden in the first place? That's a tough question for me. Okay, again, you don't yep. have to answer that right now, but that's just an example. So let's yep. just say. Let me just walk it through. So um, you guys are launching. You're getting this. And somebody walks in and drops that bombshell in the middle of this circle. I have to imagine you can't have a circle full of people that all have those kinds of questions without having somebody that can help or at least start to guide towards, let's unpack that. Let's talk about that. Here's some resources, everything you just said. So how, how are you building that structure now?
1: Yeah, I think like you said, right now we're in the season where we're engaging and seeking and inviting in individuals who are maybe further along in their faith themselves right to be able to lead spaces like that absolutely
0: right that's awesome and so you guys are probably just doing like what connecting events and that kind of thing right now as you're building this
1: yeah yeah a variety of things so we do pop-up gatherings about every other week excuse me uh we do those actually in the Polaris area right now but starting in january we're going to start rotating those uh throughout a few locations uh in columbus particularly probably the northwest quadrant of the city so pop-up gatherings are, uh, I, I kind of say it's like a hybrid between a small group and a weekend service. So it's a ton of connection on the front end. It's a short teaching. It's table conversations. It's occasionally uh, a little bit of music, right, for reflection. But it's, it's not a full service, right? It's not the full thing. The main focus is community. The main focus is relationship. The main focus is conversation. And we have great teaching as well. But it's a little bit shorter than you would typically have in a, a full church service, right, to create space, for those conversations to take place. We do pop-up gatherings. Our team gathers on Zoom. I mean, it's COVID, COVID season, right? So mm-hmm. we're kind of in-person and digital and kind of keeping two feet in, in, or one foot in each of those spaces, I guess you'd say. Uh, we do team nights on Zoom where our whole team just jumps on and engages in community there. I mean, it's just a, it's a variety of things. Service projects, loving us, trying to love our community well. It's uh, just a variety of ways to engage people, to connect people, to give people a chance to be invited in and just, again, engage in relationships, and explore faith with us.
0: And what's your primary role there? Yeah,
1: so I'm, we'll call a co-founder. There's three of us. Okay. So Patrick's the lead pastor. Zach is a co-founder of Zach's Sweet Spot. is weekend services and communications, uh, that's his bread and butter. He actually uh, came from a North Point partner church in Florida. So if you're familiar with North Point and the yep. families, that work. uh Super talented guy. Patrick Holden is the lead pastor. So Patrick was at North Point as well. Uh, a few years ago, and came here directly from Kensington Church in Michigan, another great church up there. And then I lead kind of mobilization, is what we call it, which is basically anything that has to do with next steps with people, helping people move from, you know, checking us out, uh, maybe attending an event one time, to engaging the community, to getting connected with other people in the community. I think it's a big deal, a big piece of it. And then even from there, moving forward into our launch team and serving and being a part of, you know, the full movement of Newville. So that's sort of my role. My background, else my background is an executive pastor. So I was an XP at a multi-site church in Georgia. Loved it there. Uh, kind of, kind of lean into like the strategic planning, the system development, and the people leadership of churches. That's kind of my background.
0: Yeah, and uh, haven't haven't served a cup of coffee in a back office myself. I I get that. Like I, you know, <laughs> and, and your role is important. That's right. That's an important one, you know, because uh, pastors yeah. believe a lot of pastors are visionaries and they're great. You know, they, they're so good on Sunday. And I, and again, I'm, I have a lot of friends that are pastors of um, sure. various sized churches. And, and a lot of them have been on these, this podcast and I got more coming later, but um, I, I think that, you know, the back office is so critical because um, I know a friend of mine that was talking about a lot of pastors go to seminary, but they don't teach you a business class in seminary. And maybe, they, maybe they've started, but at least in the past, they didn't teach that. They didn't teach you marketing. Right you um, a lot of those things that have become so critical uh, when you're yep. starting a church, especially you're on a small staff and there's, there's a lot right. of things that, you know, you're, you're gifted in a certain area and you need, you know, yep. you, need, you need people like yourself on that backside to say, you, you worry about that stuff. I got the backside of it. I, I got, you know, I've got the off back office, so to speak. And um, right. that's when you really start to click and, 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 and can drive a church.
1: Yeah, no, I appreciate you saying that. And I know you've been in in that position, that seat yourself, even within the church space. And the way I said it, uh, the way I kind of found to communicate kind of my heart and my passion, I said I help great visionaries lead with strategy. So I've always felt called to churches, but just as much felt called to the pastors, if that makes sense. Called to come alongside guys and uh, partner with them, understand what God's doing in their hearts, what he's leading them towards, clarify kind of what that looks like, and then build out the strategies and the people and the systems needed right to actually bring it bring it to life i love it this is kind of how i'm wired everybody's different i'm a nerd you know but it's a lot, it's a lot of fun
0: yeah well that's awesome so um looking ahead you said uh 2021 what's the roadmap ahead look like as far as and I, you don't have to give me specific dates but I, sure. as you guys are looking ahead so if I, if i'm listening to this or i'm hearing this i have an interest yep. What's, what's the roadmap look like ahead? And, again, this is understanding with a footnote that we're in a COVID world and who knows what the future right. is for any of us. But that being said, yeah. what does the future look like for you guys?
1: Yeah, everything's in pencil, right, for right. everyone. Yep, it's one of, the, one of the hardest seasons to plan in. No, for us, so we'll hit uh, the end of the year, actually going into December 20th, uh, just to tie up 2020, we'll have Christmas at home. Uh, originally, it was going to be Christmas at Bridge Park. So Bridge Park uh, is a place where we uh, plan on having our preview services throughout 2021. Uh, we were going to do our first service there at the end of uh, this year. Obviously, with COVID, the increased case count, we felt like the best thing we could do uh, was give people an opportunity to engage at home. So that's actually, if anyone's interested, they can find that at nuboturch.org Christmas. Get you all the information there. It's an at-home service experience. We'll actually send a box to your door. Uh, with a uh, variety of materials that you need to engage with the service. So it's not just a you know, video streaming, but you can actually be a part of it. Um, we can celebrate together. With that, uh, that's December 20th, and then we'll hit January. And January, we'll have pop-up gatherings, which I shared a little bit ago. Uh, like I said, we'll start rotating those to a few different locations starting in January, which I'm excited about moving those around. We've been doing them at Cohatch Polaris, if you're familiar with the Cohatch co-working spaces. They've got a great, great venue uh, up at Polaris. That we've been using uh, so we'll do those and then going into easter fingers crossed come on vaccine COVID, you know, let's get out of this fingers crossed easter we'll be back at bridge park uh for another service there which we're really excited about and from there continue preview services throughout the summer and uh again selling pencil but the game plan is to fully launch uh september of 2021 and we're really excited about that
0: awesome so so preview services, you got your Christmas in a box and and on Zoom, which uh, I'll have you <laughs> right. to go for, me for before we get off, because just in case, um, but uh, sure. in right. a box and online, and then we've got our pop-up gatherings at Polaris, and then right. uh, hopefully Easter, just to re- recap, Easter at Bridge, yeah. right? And yeah. then really looking at September-ish, uh, 2021 to launch full-time. Yep. And you said, again, that's going to be at the Bridge Complex as well?
1: Uh, Bridge Park, yep, so the exchange, well, that's the game plan, so we haven't locked that in, Easter is a for sure, uh, again, assuming COVID doesn't mess with that, Right. and uh, beyond, beyond that, the, the intention is to continue in that venue.
0: Very cool, very cool, all right, because you and I are back office, guys, give me all the links, and you might have to spell, just so I make sure we use it yep. correctly, because um, I'll put those in yeah. the blog post as well, but give me all the links.
1: Oh, that's awesome, I appreciate that you uh, care about those details, <laughs> so Christmas at home. Christmas at home, the evening of December 20th, nouveauchurchorg slash Christmas. That's N-U-V-O, N-U-V-O. church.org okay. slash, I think you know how to spell Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, and what about uh, social media wise? Can we follow you guys along on yep. social media? And are you keeping absolutely
1: with every step? We are, yep. You'll find us super active there. So uh, it's going to be Nuvo Church on every platform. Uh, at Nouveau Church or slash Nouveau Church. So if you're on Facebook, fb.com slash Nouveau Church. Instagram going to be at Nouveau Church. Uh, those are the two platforms we keep primarily updated. And then uh, email updates as well. I mean, people can sign up for email updates at NovoChurch.org. Again, N-U-V-O, church.org. Scroll to the bottom of the homepage. Uh, you'll have a spot there to subscribe. And again, stay updated and stay on the journey with us along the way.
0: And they can contact you directly through that website as well, right? Absolutely. Awesome. absolutely all right last question
1: where'd the name come from oh that's a great question so nuvo i'll tell you nuvo is a transliteration for the latin word new so when you think about it you get new life renewal of the city really is, is our heart right a new space to explore uh which again that space to explore faith uh and doubts and questions is a big piece for us uh it also is a church url that was available so oh, there's that right all the I, I we joke sometimes let's say all the english church names were taken so <laughs> right,
0: it's it's either, and point and north and and yeah, uh, forget. Uh, we start
1: We start putting ease on the end of words to just to make it work. You know what I mean? Like, right. just, so uh, so we do joke sometimes. We say although you know all the English names were taken, but Nugo is the transliteration a lot more new, which we felt like really expressed our hearts uh, in this season.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Well, man, I'm so glad you reached out to me on LinkedIn and uh, that we've had an opportunity to connect now a few times. And I look forward to watching the journey. And if anything, anything I can do or or unscripted can do to help you all along as you as you just continue this journey, um, I'm happy to do so. And I look forward to just following along with you guys and seeing what's
1: happening. And uh, really appreciate your time today.
0: Merry Christmas to you guys.
1: Likewise, man. Aaron. it's a pleasure to be here. Appreciate a new friendship and look forward to connecting more. All right. We'll,
0: we'll talk soon. Merry Christmas to you and, and best of luck with uh, the 20th, right? You got it. December 20th. All right. December 20th. It'll all be in the blog post. Good luck to you guys. And uh, like I said, Merry Christmas. Thanks, Aaron. Right, take care. Bye.